This flash briefing was made possible by a sponsorship from Avexis, a clinical stage gene therapy company. The following content was not developed by Avexis. Today is Monday, September the 23rd, 2019. I'm Michael Morale, Director of Multi-Channel Content for SMA News Today. A boy born in January has become North Macedonia's first child with type 1 SMA to make it through early infancy. This is after he began receiving Biogen Spinraza. It's the first approved therapy for all forms of SMA. This is what was reported by the patient organization Stop SMA Macedonia. They also reported that Macedonia approved Spinraza funding in June. So far, the country has 10 SMA patients, and that includes this six-month-old boy with type 1 SMA. Lawmakers had yet to authorize funding for Spinraza at the time the baby was born. So, he was treated in Croatia. This was under a national health insurance provision that covers overseas treatment costs in life-threatening emergencies. And Croatian women who have children with SMA were quick to offer their support to the boy and his family. Women in the Balkan region with children who have SMA have formed an unofficial online support group and it's become a fantastic collaboration. The Croatian women's support helped to steady the boy's mother because she barely knew what SMA was. Doctors told her that when her son was three months, that he would die within weeks without treatment. Only a week passed between the April assessment by doctors in Macedonia and his arrival in Croatia. He was having trouble breathing and needed treatment fast. Before Spinraza, the baby was unable to move his arms and legs. Now, he can do that, and he can also place a pacifier in and out of his mouth. In North Macedonia, a country of 2 million people, the SMA community is tiny, so all of the families know each other. The boy's mother will keep taking him to Croatia for Spinraza until their health plan starts covering it. The country's health minister said that parliament was just days away from passing a bill that authorized national health fund coverage. And public funding is crucial. This is because the price of Spinraza is $750,000 for the first year and $375,000 for each year after that. And many countries' national health agencies try to negotiate discounts. But according to people in Macedonia, access can't come soon enough. They've waited 18 months between approval and funding authorization. Another 11-year-old patient named Yane is looking forward to treatment. He uses a wheelchair, a ventilator, and a cough assistance machine that removes secretions from his lungs to prevent infection. His mom, Velkovska, dreams that one day he'll walk and become more independent. The equipment that Yanni uses comes from American families whose SMA children either outgrew it or died. Without the donations, some of the equipment would have been out of her reach. For example, the cough assist machine costs $5,000 new. Velkovska now has a close relationship with an American mother, Stacy Struble of Maryland, and her 13-year-old son, Philip, is two years older than Yane. When Philip outgrew his first motorized wheelchair, his mother gave it to Yane, who at age six was just starting school. Since Yane was having difficulty keeping up to his friends, he was thrilled when the power model arrived. 
His mother even had to tell him to slow down. As Volkovska waits for Spinraza with Yane, the uplifting story of the Type 1 newborn is never far from her mind. Coming up next, perspectives from SMA News Today Forum's moderator, Deanne Runge. Are you interested in learning more about the latest treatment for spinal muscular atrophy? Visit TreatSMA.com to see how this treatment works, hear about family stories, and learn about the steps to starting treatment. Visit TreatSMA.com. Thanks for joining me. I'm Deanne Rongi, SMA News Today Forum's moderator and vlogger. When I was in high school, I saw a clip on this show called Dateline featuring someone who had a service dog. Instantly, I knew this was something I wanted. It was a lengthy process, but well worth it when I received my first service dog. So far, I've had two and can't imagine my life without one. Not only do they give unconditional companionship, they also provide skilled activities like picking up dropped items, turning lights on, opening doors figuratively and literally, plus so much more. Recently, service dog fraud is becoming a problem. More and more people are trying to pass off pets as service animals for various reasons. Often it's as easy as ordering a vest online. This is harmful to those of us who have legitimate service dogs. Sometimes it can be dangerous. Many times it just creates a poor impression of service dogs in general. In my case, so many people were claiming therapy and service dogs that the city quit offering free licenses to those of us with service dogs. Luckily, I haven't had any negative incidents out in public, but I'm guessing it's only a matter of time. Over on the forums, I've posted a link on what you can do to support the cause to stop service dog fraud through the reputable organization where I got my service dogs. Have you had interactions with fake service dogs? I'd love to hear your stories. Head on over to the forums to share. smanewstoday.com slash forums. The information in our flash briefings and podcast are provided for informational and educational purposes only. Be sure to tune in daily to SMA News Today for the latest news and perspectives regarding the disease. All of our podcast and flash briefings can be found on our website, at www.smanewstoday.com. You can also find our podcast and flash briefings on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. And be sure to follow us on our Instagram and Facebook page as well. For SMA News Today, I'm Michael Morale, Multi-Channel Content Director. <laughs>